Good morning and welcome today. And when I'm looking here, it says kindness of others. Okay, kindness, kindness. And when we just prayed, saying, may all beings be free from the sufferings. Sufferings. We don't say the cause of suffering, right? Free from this suffering and the cause of suffering. So why do we wish everybody to be free from suffering? This is interesting. It shows connection between ourselves and all sentient beings. And uh, what kind of a connection we have? Not only we have interdependent and natural of a connection. Let us forget about all sentient beings at this moment. Let's take only, let's say we take human beings. Every human beings, no matter whoever they may be, from east or west, or from whatever direction they may be. And we do have a very definitely interdependent relationship, tremendous amount of interconnection. Although sometimes we think, well, we're in the Michigan, so as long as the Michigan economic is okay, we're okay. <clears throat> That's not true. When the country's economic have a problem, we get a problem. When the world economic have a problem, we get a problem. When we have a problem, they get a problem too. So this is a, even the economic point of view, we have an interdependent relationship. From the disease and the illnesses and joys and happiness point of view, Peace and the suffering and the war, we also have interdependent relationship. When we have a peace in the world, we always have joy and happiness with everybody. When we have a war in any part of the world, and we have a misery and a suffering, it is connected, it affects and we lose our own young sons and daughters. We see every day, every day. And the moment you wake up in the morning, the first news is, I mean like today, we lost five people. So that, that goes on. And although they said things are getting better, but we're losing people every day. Losing people means losing a life of a young, beautiful, youth, precious children. Kids, actually, about around 20 anyway. Maybe one or two less, one or two more years old. That's it. And that's what we lose. So is it affected, directly or indirectly 
everywhere. So the interdependent nature of all human beings really tells us us is so important that we should have a very, very, very open mind and looking everywhere and everybody else is not just me, me, me and us. Buddha tells us, according to the Buddha's experience, not only remember the kindness of all living beings, but look at them as though it is the person who give you a life. Person who give you a life and that much kindness they have given us. That's what the Buddha tells us. It is little difficult for us to look everybody as mother being mothers, but and also you don't know whether you look them as a mother, you're going to be grateful or not. And so we do have that problem. But I always say, when you look from the mother's window and looking at your own kids and how much they care and how much love and how much affection that we give, it is known to those um, of you who have been mothers. i never been mothers, so I don't know. <laughs> So, but those of you who've been mothers, you know how much you give and how much you love for your kid, baby, and thereafter. And the only problem we, the mothers have is when the kid is 30 years or 40 years old, it is still baby. That is the only problem. But other than that, most of the mothers do have that feeling. When you look from the mother's window, from our window, when we look at mother, we see all the problems that mother gave. And we don't want to remember the kindness. Above all, giving us a life. I mean, that is something not so easy, simple. It is huge gift, without which we won't be here. Right? So that itself is the kindness. And uh, then, survival, everything due to the kindness of the people, we survive. Without people, we will be very difficult to survive. Anything we do, we drink, food, clothes that we wear, and the place that we live, Toxic, intoxic, everything we talk, everything is due to the kindness of the people. If people are not there to do, I mean, we can't be. We can't be. We are a great country here. It is because of the kindness and greatness of the people of the United States. And then that, that is how it is. And that's the reason why Buddha insists for us to remember the kindness of the people.
thereby we gain respect to the people. We do not function very becoming arrogant person. And many of us have that intent to act quite arrogantly. We do. Um, that arrogantness is not a self-esteem. That arrogantness is, uh, I mean, it's not that great anyway. I don't have to tell you, you know better. So why we, how we reduce the arrogance that we show people with or without realizing. I tell you, we, the people in the United States, are actually great person. So therefore, we don't want it to be arrogant, no one. But many times we do this without realizing, but other people notice. We don't notice ourselves. So we say, what did I do? What? You know, I didn't do anything. How many times we said that? So it's because we don't see our own problem. But we are very good at seeing the other's fault. We are not good seeing our own fault. So one of the Buddha's advice, Buddha's teaching that taught me since childhood, whatever little knowledge we have spiritual knowledge. Said, said, use this as mirror to reflect our own functioning, our own behavior. And when you look in that mirror, and when you see fault, and then we will correct. And just like you know, the ladies look in the mirror and uh, and uh, put makeup, right? So because whenever they think it's a little too too much or too little, so they put up and take it off, whatever they do. So they use the mirror that way. <laughs> similarly, similarly, we use our spiritual practice, spiritual part, as a mirror to reflect ourselves, so that we see whether we are doing good or bad, or whatever. We knew it, but we will not acknowledge. So when you look in the mirror, it helps us to acknowledge, recognize, acknowledge, and purpose of recognizing, acknowledge, will be, will be able to correct. So there is remembering kindness of people help us to develop respect to people. Without respect, we can never gain compassion and love. What we wanted is everybody loves compassion. It is beautiful. Allen Ginsberg told me once, it was, it is buzzword. Overuse it, overuse it and doesn't mean much now to people. That's something like that. Buzzword. The most important thing for us is to make sure the compassion does not become buzzword for each and every individual. Because compassion is something beautiful. Love is wonderful. 
love and compassion. That's what we look for. That's what we live. And that is our strength. That is our sort of really backbone, our life. And the goodness of a human being is actually based on the compassion and love. Not arrogant and uh, selfish. It's not. When you go and selfish, and then we have a lot of a problem. As, as already we know, the country is in problem. Country is in problem. With the war in Iraq, it has nothing to do with the reality. It is arrogant of individuals, leaders. Arrogant of individual leaders. And, uh, and, uh, that's why they say, well, you remember a few years ago, preemptive. We've been hearing all the time. Preemptive is coming out of arrogance. So now, you know, how many lives we lost of American life only? You know, this is 3,600, right? Close to that much. So, so that much life is wasted. I'm sorry, it's not wasted, but also is wasted. In one way, they died for the sake of a country, serving the people and protecting people, because that's what they think, because the propaganda gives them all the time. They believe it, and they, they are willing to give their life and then we are over here and uh, saying, oh, so-and-so died, so-and-so died. One or two from where are they? From Michigan, the other day. Oh, what is our flag halfway down today? Oh, maybe a soldier died. You know, that is how we look almost so easily. But on the other hand, their life has lost. All of them as the result of arrogance. Honestly, it's not the people of the United States. It's a couple of politicians and decision makers. And uh, with their deeds, their arrogantness, and they don't have respect to people. And so, died, died, okay, what? They almost say, yeah, we're in the war, so what? I mean, they, no one will openly say it, but probably thinking that way. So which really shows the how arrogant is harmful. And that's why we should always reduce our arrogance and again respect. Respect to, if not all living beings, but at least all human beings. And especially human life. Life that what we have is a tremendous important life. It is capability and it has opportunity. And all of them are, you know, Buddhas, one of the most important things Buddha telling us how precious, how important our life really is. Many people think our life is not that important. I mean, just alive, I'm alive, so what? That's, that's not so what. I'm alive because I can do 
Because I'm alive, I can do anything I wanted to. Because the life has tremendous capability. These human life, the dog's life, the cat's life, horse's life, they're great. However, can't do exactly as we do. And that's why this is precious. That's why it is important. And we have a pull of opportunity to make ourselves free from suffering and make others contribute to the others to make themselves free from the sufferings. And that is the greatest opportunity we have as a human being. And that's why it is precious. That's, you know, the earlier Buddhist masters we say, we say, so we say, you know, like a children's story, genie, that you rub the genie and genie pops up and wish fulfilled. They said, this is far more better than wish fulfilling jewel. This was, this was the great, um, early Tibetan teachers always tells us, like a Tibetan, he should know Allah. So it is more than wish-fulfilling jewel. It is by chance we happens to happens to find such a life. So make a best use of it. Is it difficult to find in the future? And these are the these are the messages that the earlier Tibetan teachers, Buddhist teachers, throughout not only Tibetan, Indian and the Buddhist teachers throughout tells us this. Your life is a wonderful, not only a wonderful, precious, not only a precious, that's really, I mean, you cannot find it. It is unimaginable that you have this life. So it is full of opportunity, tremendous capability, and everything and make best use of it. That's what the message is. So, wasting life is also tremendous waste. Not only to the family, but it's a tremendous waste for the individual itself. Because the opportunity, what you had is probably, I don't know whether you get it again or not, but sometimes, sometimes you'll get it, but it's very difficult to get immediately, according to the Buddha. So, so it is very important to recognize the value of our life and gain respect to our own life and then respect to everybody else. And a lack of respect to the others is then you know you are depriving yourself of opportunity to develop compassion, to develop love. If you don't have respect to your companion, how can you love your companion? Think about it. If you don't love your companion, don't love your companion, how can you have compassion? on your companion. They are very much based on top of other. 
without respect, there won't be compassion. Because without respect, why you care? You don't care. So you need to care. When you care, when other people are suffering, your companion, when there's suffering, you feel pain in your heart. It's not just, oh, I'm sorry, or oh, it's so sad. It's not just that. You feel the pain in the heart. When you feel the pain in the heart, then you, you really wanted to do something, wishing to make them free of the pain. And that's why we say, may all beings free of suffering and the cause of suffering. To feel that, that is a compassion. Again, Compassion also doesn't go, grow easily unless you love the person. Honestly, you cannot love person if you don't respect the person. If you don't care the person, care about the person. You can't care about the person if you have no respect. I mean, how can we? Remember? Exactly. We do in every day our life. And that's why kindness of the people. Think about it. Anyway, meditate. How much every suburb of our life, each and everything is due to the kindness of people. I mean, whatever may be, piece of cloth that we were dressed with, we people made this. You may say, no, machine made it. Yeah, yeah, but, but uh, you know, and I, it's interesting. Interesting. I have a friend who blames on the computer. He says, oh, this computer did it. Computer. So I keep on telling, look, computer doesn't have a life. Unless you put in something, computer don't go out there and take it. Uh, so, so computer doesn't do that. So unless you put it in, unless you punch in something, push in something, computer doesn't come out and say, I want that. Doesn't, you know, the keyboard doesn't go in there unless there's some ghost or something. So, the, so, so there's a human being behind every machine. From the beginning, invention of the machine, functioning of the machine, maintenance of the machine, even you say it's made out of machine, made by machine. Everything behind, there's a human being behind. It is the human being's kindness. Every food we eat, no matter how bad it is that we get from China with all toxins and everything, but still, what we eat, you know, every food we eat, it has a, it has a, a kindness of the people. And then some bad people who don't care, and then it's becoming corruption here. So they put it, I don't know, whatever it is, you know, whatever they put in, you know. Uh, toxic, whatever, bad, whatever. This is unfortunate. But as, you know, every survival, every 
think of being a baby. How many times we have a threat in our life every day? How many times babies crawl and try to put the finger in the electrical socket? So, so all this and the sababo, everything is due to the kindness of the people. So therefore, we should be very grateful to the people, remember their kindness, and have respect to every human being no matter whether, whatever the color of the skin might be, whether it's a man or woman, whatever, east or west, whatever it is, we should have great respect to the human beings. Human happiness, peace in the world, all come out of this. Lack of respect brings a war. Lack of respect, lack of respect brings war, the respect brings peace. I mean, think about it. We are a very powerful nation in the world, but our power cannot force every human being to do exactly what we want them to do. Cannot. Even we can, that's not good. Let's say, even if we can, that's not good. And then you know what you do? You're depriving the other people, their choice. Their choice. So, that is lack of respect brings war. Respect to people brings peace, harmony, a joy. It's true to the nations, true to family, true to between spouse and uh, between spouses, and the true between parents and children, including mother-in-law. If you don't have respect to the mother-in-law, mother-in-law will give you trouble as much as she can. <laughs> and it is a human nature. Whether that affects us or not. But if we have a great respect to the mother-in-law, mother-in-law can be very helpful in the house. Very helpful and very kind. So that's why kindness. Remembering the kindness of the people. What you're going to take home today is the essence of the Buddha's message. Have respect. Gain respect, not only to the big ones, but the small ones. The small ones. I don't mean the kids, I mean kids included, but I don't mean big ones, you know, the big people, the politicians, big politicians and journals and all that, whether you like it or not, they will demand respect. <laughs> but the people who you deal with you every day, with your life, sitting on the table, breakfast table, looking at each other, remembering, recollecting suffering they've gone through, and the joy that they share together, and remember that kindness, and remember, gain respect to that. You know, it always begins from home.
Good old Americans say, charity begins at home. Compassion, love, peace, all begins at home. You can think about world peace and the international this thing and that thing, and the United Nations this thing, that thing, they're fine. But practically, it has to begin at home, at your own breakfast table, looking at the spouse that shared a life with us for years, or the family, companion, whatever, and remembering the good things and share the sufferings that you have gone through. That helps us to gain respect, and that respect will bring the care. That care brings love. That love brings compassion. That compassion and love together bring joy and happiness. And the virtue too, together. Not just joy and happiness. It is a virtue. That way of living in everyday life is the great way of living. Whether you're rich or poor or whatever it may be. Or even you are alone. If you have no companion, you're alone. But you remember the kindness of the people. And no matter, no matter how many solitary heroes the individual might be, but uh, still they always have friends and companions. And these are the people who you will begin your gaining your respect, care, compassion, love, and that has to be extended beyond, beyond the family, neighborhood, county, state, country, and the whole world. That's what the Buddha taught us. That I like to share with you, and hopefully you remember that, and make your life little easier, little better, little less suffering. And that's all I have to say today. And if you have any questions, I'll be happy to. Don't think I have all the answers. Okay, I'm done. You want to ask? Okay, sure. I mean, you are women being. <laughs> And should, we should have equal respect, <laughs> so why not? You can't ask. The question is how to deal with Chinese. Uh, well, since you said the question, raised the question, I have to give you a spiritual answer, not a Tibetan answer. <laughs> spiritual answer. Um, spiritually, the first and foremost is, you know, you protect yourself. That means you don't want to eat toxic food and avoid it for yourself. You may think, or oh, that will make the other people suffering. Uh, no, we paid for food. We did not pay it for toxic. So we did not pay for corruption. We did not pay for, for, for mishandling the food. 
So when that is there, the first thing is we protect ourselves. But there is a spiritually or common sense. That's what we do. And the second time is then we protect our own all people and people and then make sure they're correct whatever the mistake they are doing it. Probably they they didn't know English. I'm quite sure that when you get to the bottom line, they didn't know English. I don't mean the government didn't know English, but maybe, maybe not. How do I know? But the individual person who's making that family or the factory or whatever for profit sake, and they did it without paying attention, careless, all of them together. So they got to pay attention. And how and the way you teach them is through economic means. Actually, people have the power to correct anything you want to. It is in hands of people, nobody else. Not the factory, not the government. It is people. People have power. Whether people use it or not use it is maybe it's people's choice. <laughs> and I'll do, protect myself, and, and then hopefully everybody else protect themselves. And then you have the power, you know it. They will change it with no time. Yes, sir. I don't know whether Buddhists can do anything or not. I'm not sure. Probably every religion has the same thing. We can pray, get better. But on the other hand, what we can do is use our intelligence mind. You know, people have a power, especially the United States. The election comes around no matter how. Presuming some leaders cut all our civil rights and civil liberty and everything almost becoming dictator. And hopefully they don't. And when they don't become dictator, as long as we maintain the democracy, people have a power. The election comes around and you have to choose with with your own intelligence. It's always important to vote to the people. I think rather than party. But we do have a system of voting through all throughout the party and it's easy to punch or whatever it is. <laughs> you know, so, but, uh, but if you vote according to the, you know, the people and then it, I think it will it will protect this, but also you know that we have so much. When you look at it, you have so much, you know, safety measures. The three branches of the government looks look sort of they're looking at each other, and the one protect the other, unless some crazy person comes and roll. Roll over, and that's what happened for the last uh, six years. You know, both the branches becoming one party and almost took over the third branch also. So, so when that becomes, and then it becomes a dictatorship, becoming, becoming. So people can protect that.
I don't think you need Buddhism or Christian in that. Just people can do that. But uh, Buddhism, again with your question, is uh, my work and my purpose is not here to make people change people into Buddhism. My work here is to bring the Buddha's important gifts, share with the people so that they will adapt in their life. In their life. Not my purpose is making people Buddhist. That's not my job. Um, my job is to bring the qualities that Buddha shared try to bring the information valuable to the people and they can practice by themselves. The qualities that the Buddha share are not, it's not for Buddhists only at all. None of them. As a matter of fact, Buddhism is more way of living and life than that of in sense of religion that we think of religion. So anyway, thank you so much uh, your question and I hope um, it's not too much politics. <laughs> yes. Um, a friend is in a destructive, a self-destructive relationship and you have attempted by talking with them to point that out and they're not listening. What would be the compassionate a respectful thing to do? Not to insist. Not insist. Patience. Not insist. Because if you keep on insisting, I'm telling you the truth. Look, here, this, this, that, and that person get more angry and get into more trouble. So have patience. Wait for a little while. Let it cool down and then bring it up again. And then say, you bring it up again. What are you doing? You know. So, but, but patience is the answer for me. P enthusiasm, but enthusiasm with patience together. If you don't have the enthusiasm, you're giving up. And if you don't have the patience, patience, you are hurting the other person. So this, the result will not be good. So combination of this. And the billion people like you definitely know. Yes, sir? Um, how do you balance um, like love attachment or uh, <laughs> attachment with non-attachment? You said the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to take a long time. This is a very difficult subject. However, I'll give you a short answer. To me, attachment is sticky stuff, and uh, it has it has ego oriented, and that's why it becomes sticky stuff. Love is uh, pure, wonderful, clean, not sticky. Thank you, and I must. Uh, okay, you are the only one. How are we supposed to develop? How you? Uh, uh, 
Did you did you mean did you, did you mean how to develop compassion on Bush? Well, not just compassion, but the respect. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's a very hard, isn't it? <laughs> but on the other hand, he's the pers our president, and the best. <laughs> President, president of the country does de- demand certain respect too, you know. But um, for me, a Bush is a very good object of compassion. Also, honestly, object of compassion. Whether it's Bush himself or not, what do we? They call it governess. They say it. They don't, you know, right from the beginning, you've been hear the word governess. They call it governess, not so managing round him, people round him. Right from the beginning, people who put it up, people who are supported him, knew very well he can't function that well. So, <laughs> so that's why they put this, what the word governess I've been hearing all the time from those people, governess. So they have a Chini there, Rumsville there, and a candlelit. <laughs> so they will come and car robes there, you know. So that's what they call it, governesses. So it's not only a one individual. He's a very good subject of compassion. Because, you know, number one, he doesn't know what he's doing. And uh, everything he has to act, function. And uh, whenever he does something by his own, make the hell of mess, mistake. And uh, then he goes back and probably get a big, uh, <laughs> big bang all the time. Maybe, you know, two people or three people maybe standing there and saying, how can you say that, you know? Maybe going on in the envelopes. Who knows, you know? <laughs> so, and also think about it, the negativities that are coming up. So many people died in this because of this war. Not only the Americans, they think about the Iraqis. You know, they say 600,000 people. That is over half a million. And of course, our administration will probably straight away wipe that out of the, the thing. But it's independent United States universities came up with this number. Well, that's that is between them. For us, for us, it's a subject of compassion. But it's hard to generate the respect for him. When you say compassion in my old definition of compassion, I feel like I did have compassion. <laughs> right. Well, I think I think you know, no, I don't think so. I think you know we may have you know what happened is what happened is honestly speaking you're you're talking I may mean, in a one way symbol but on the other hand is something very important in my opinion. What happened is without respect, if you have a compassion, what do we call that pity feeling, pity feeling. That pity feeling is better than hatred. That pity feeling can be changed 
into compassion. If it's hatred and anger oriented, uh, it is not good. But it's a pity feeling. It's easy to change into compassion. It may not be compassion, but it's a pity feeling, and that is easy to develop, especially on Bush, George Bush. Well, what do you respect about I have a pity feeling. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. And 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 the president of the United States too, unfortunately or fortunately, whatever. And with this, I'd like to say thank you so much.